Episode 146, The Writing a Book Show. If you have ever thought about self-publishing a book on Amazon, today I'm going to take you behind the scenes of my experience and the steps that I took to self-publish my first ebook. And you are listening to episode number 146 of Mike Murphy Unplugged. Learn, create, move forward. I am your host, Mike Murphy. I'm a one-man band, I'm a technology junkie, and I love helping people figure things out, and I am really excited to be here with you today. The goal of Mike Murphy Unplugged, it is to help you learn what you need to know in order to create online content so you can move forward in business and in life. So in this episode 146, how to self-publish an ebook. How did I write my new ebook, the step-by-step guide to podcasting on wordpress.com? What tools and resources did I use? And what was my process, my workflow, and what was my overall experience like? So let's get into this episode 146 and I'll take you behind the scenes of self-publishing my first ebook. I'm gonna start with a brief introduction though, just to bring you up to speed. Then I'm gonna go over the tools that I use. And at the end, I'm just gonna share my overall experience and takeaways from the project. So the story. If you wanna hear the entire story about how I got to write a book about podcasting on wordpress.com, Go back and listen to episode number 142, in which I tell the whole story of me and the professor. The quick version is that I received an email in September of 2017 from a listener of this podcast about a teaching opportunity. Initially, the plan was to create articles and tutorials on WordPress.com website, then drive people to that site where anyone could learn how to set up a podcast using the WordPress.com platform. Now keep in mind, this WordPress.com project was one of about 23 things that I was working on at the time, and writing a book was high on that list. So one of my projects was a blog called writethelife.com, which was about writing and self-publishing, but it had nothing to do with this WordPress.com. I was just pushing and motivating myself to write blog posts and books. Now writing is a big part of my content strategy. It's something that I'm good at. I was determined to self-publish a book on Amazon. I've been talking about it for about two years now. Now, writing. I have confessed this before on many occasions, but I have a real love-hate relationship with writing. I think it is one of my most important skills that I have. I think I'm decent at writing, but the act of writing is not what I would consider in my fun zone. It takes a lot out of me, physically and mentally. It's exhausting. It's time-consuming. Yet, Writing makes me better in every part of my content creation process. It makes me a better thinker and a better teacher. The act of writing is tough on me, but the overall process and experience and everything about writing is overwhelmingly rewarding and a big part of who I am. In case you did not know, I was an English major in college and I have always gravitated towards books and literature and writing. So... As I started creating the website and making tutorials for the WordPress.com project while simultaneously gathering ideas for my self-publishing project, a light bulb went on and I thought, why not just write the ebook or my first book about podcasting on WordPress.com? It now seems quite obvious in hindsight, but an ebook on WordPress.com did not come about until I was several months into it. And then I realized it was actually a perfect fit. In an opportunity, it made sense. Since I was up to my head already in research and information about how to set up a podcast on WordPress.com. And I had already written a lot of content in the form of tutorials. Okay, so it was settled. And I would say that the ebook was officially on my to-do list in February or March of 2018. Okay, now let's move into the tools and the process. What did I use to publish my first book on Amazon.com? Scrivener, that is my writing tool of choice. 
I write every script for this podcast in Scrivener and is what I use to write the entire ebook. Now, Scrivener is a professional tool made for and used by writers of all genres, from poets to Hollywood scriptwriters. It has way too many bells and whistles, and I probably only use about 1% of all of its features. This is not going to be a comprehensive review on Scrivener or any tool that I use to write the book, but I am a big fan of Scrivener, and here is why. The number one reason that I used it, by far, is its organization ability. It uses a sidebar where I can create folders and keep any size project neat and tidy. This podcast has 146 episodes, and all I can see is one folder that says podcast. I love that. Two, it's fast. It's easy to create new documents and just start writing. Three, autosave. Just like Google Docs, you just have to write, and Scrivener backs everything up while you're working, and when you close down the project, it's going to back everything up. Love that. And number four is Scrivener is backed up to the cloud. I have it synced to my Dropbox. It also syncs with my iPhone and my iPad so I can write on any device. All in all, Scrivener is not super pretty, but it is a great writing tool. It makes me feel like a writer. What can I say? Next tools, Adobe Creative Cloud. I use Illustrator, Photoshop, and Adobe InDesign. All books, including eBooks, need a cover. This might be a part of the process that you need to outsource. For me, this is the fun stuff. I see every new project that I take on almost as a branding exercise. I build logos. I select fonts. I basically build a look and a brand around whatever I'm working on. The style must be consistent for the book, website, podcast, so the trifecta of design tools, Illustrator, Photoshop, and InDesign. I use all three interchangeably, but of course, Photoshop does the bulk of the work when it comes to graphics and images for me because it's the tool that I know the best. I used Illustrator to make the logos and vector art to be used on the cover. InDesign, that's the tool that I use for marketing materials and laying out the cover of the book. InDesign is actually one of my favorite tools I don't talk a lot about, but it is my secret weapon for a lot of what I do. And Photoshop does pretty much everything else, such as making mock-ups for marketing and putting on social media. And I did try to keep the images to a minimum for the ebook, but I did take some screenshots, and so I used Photoshop to prepare those for the ebook. So let's move on to tool number three, and that is called Vellum, V-E-L-L-U-M. You might not be familiar with this one. So Vellum is a standalone application. It is Mac only, and it makes formatting eBooks and print books simple and actually kind of fun. Vellum is $200 for the unlimited license, which is not cheap. I wasn't thrilled about that. It saved me so much time and headaches that I can easily say it was worth every penny. Vellum is impressive because formatting ebooks is a lot like coding websites. You have to design for multiple browsers and devices. Now, Scrivener has the ability to do it all, but Scrivener is kind of an old school publishing tool. After digging around for a solution online, I realized that I did not want to take the time to format using Scrivener. So Vellum, it's a what you see is what you get kind of design environment. It's what I use to make the book look pretty and to export for multiple formats. Because I wanted my book on Amazon, Google Play, Kobo, iBooks, all the different libraries, I wanted it there. So with Vellum, you just work on the master document. You can change text, you can change images, you can change the cover file. And when you're done, you just export it for all the devices. It does all the work for you. It's so easy. And if you find a mistake or a typo, all you need to do is go back, just make the changes, re-export it, and then just replace the file on Amazon or any of the other directories. And speaking of mistakes, tip number one, have as many people as you can proofread and help you edit your ebook. Your eyes are going to start playing tricks on you and it is really easy to miss errors. Side tip number two, this is something I probably would have done a little bit differently. 
Amazon is the biggest and the main seller of eBooks and pretty much everything else. We know that. And just like podcasting, you can submit your eBooks to many other online stores to increase your exposure and sell more books. Of course we want to do that, right? But the recommendation or my tip, upload your book to Amazon and the Kindle store first. Wait a few days, wait a week, maybe even a month before you upload to all the others so you can give yourself some time to discover errors or things that you want to make changes to so you only have to make the change or replace the file to Amazon and not to all the others. I learned this the hard way. Okay, so I wrote and organized the book in Scrivener. I designed the cover, the logo, graphics, and the images using Illustrator, Photoshop, and InDesign from the Adobe Creative Cloud. I formatted and I prepared the finished book using Vellum. The last step, which is not really a tool, but more of a platform, is KDP, or Kindle Direct Publishing, which is where all the magic happens in self-publishing. Go back to episodes 72, 73, and 74, where I go into detail about Amazon KDP and all of the Amazon self-publishing tools. But if you plan on writing an ebook, creating an account on KDP, or Kindle Publishing, should almost be your first step, especially if you know the title, That way you can make sure there's not a book with the same title and you can also make sure that nobody takes your title while you are writing. KDP is free and I must say it is a giant wealth of helpful resources and tools to help you with every step of the self-publishing a book process. I highly recommend setting plenty of time aside to explore all that it has to offer. It's actually a really great resource or library of information. So the Kindle store is where people buy the eBooks and KDP is where you're gonna go to upload your manuscript, your cover, and to process the print version. It is super easy, but it takes time. You have to write about the descriptions, you have to create an author landing page, you have to set the pricing, etc. And by the way, you can price your eBooks and the print versions at whatever you want. But I found that most eBooks tend to range from free to under $10. The most common range you'll see for ebooks is 99 cents to 4.99. I priced my book, How to Podcast on WordPress.com, at $3.99. I make about $2 per book in royalties or profit. The paperback version I have at $15.99 and I make less. I make about $1.50. So be sure to stock up on the ebooks. So your KDP account is going to be the home to all of your ebooks that you publish on Amazon. And I have to say that Amazon has done a really good job. There's not only a wealth of really good information for everything on their platform, but also for self-publishing in general. Also on your account page, you're gonna have to add your tax and your bank information, the title of the books, you have to verify the rights. There's some formalities, but what I love about it, if you make a mistake in your book or you need to change anything, all you need to do is upload a new file. Within hours, you're gonna get an email telling you that your book has been published again. Amazon, Kindle Direct Publishing gets a big thumbs up for me. I also uploaded my book to Google Play, which is a pain. iBooks was a terrible experience. Barnes & Noble, Kobo, and Smashwords, they were pretty easy, but by far, Amazon KDP takes the cake. So a quick recap of the steps. Figure out your topic. Create an account on Kindle Direct Publishing, or KDP. Enter your working title that you think it's gonna be, and verify your rights so you don't have to worry about that conflict later after you're done writing. And also, this step of creating an account on KDP, that was a huge motivational hack. It is one step closer to you self-publishing a book. The act of taking action towards something that you want to accomplish, that feels really good. Research and write your book in the writing tool of your choice. I use Scrivener, and I'm going to stand by that as my go-to writing tool. Create a cover. Go to Amazon for inspiration. Look at other covers and just get some ideas. 
create a branding scheme so you can be consistent with your fonts and colors and marketing of your book. You can get a lot done if you go to canva.com or you might need to outsource the graphics, but it is a big important part of it. You're also gonna need a headshot and an author bio to go with your book. Edit your book like crazy. Every word matters. Remove fluff. My first draft was close to 16,000 words. My final draft was just over 10,000 words. Give your book to trusted sources to read and give you honest feedback and help you find typos, grammars, and just make sure that it makes sense. When you finish writing, you have to format for Kindle and other devices. This step is probably the most challenging part. I used an application called Vellum. It was kind of a shortcut and it was $200, but it was worth every penny. And finally, you're gonna upload your book to Kindle Direct Publishing or KDP. You're gonna create an author page. You're gonna make sure your description and all the copy is good. You're gonna set your price. You're gonna sit back, pat yourself on the back and watch all the orders come flooding in. I will conclude today with my overall experience. Now, I have wanted to write a book since I was probably in high school. How to Podcast on WordPress.com, the step-by-step guide was not the masterpiece that I had in my dreams but I am now a published author on amazon.com and that makes me proud. I now know how to do it and I will be able to do it over and over again. And I plan to. Just stop for a second and grasp the idea that I was able to write a book from my laptop, upload it and sell it to the world on one of the biggest marketplaces in the world, Amazon. Amazon did not charge me a dime to be able to sell my book on any device or as a physical paperback. I only pay when book gets sold. That is a good deal. Now for the truth, the experience. It was harder than I thought to write a 10,500 word ebook. This podcast is 2,500 words to give you an idea. So my book was just a little over four podcasts worth of content. It had nothing to do with the number of words. It was just difficult making a technical subject that would have been a lot easier to do in a video into a book form. And also in the truth category, book sales, they've been underwhelming so far. It did not generate the immediate buzz that I thought was possible because this was a topic that's not discussed in the podcast community and I thought it might generate a little bit of interest. There are millions of eBooks on Amazon and I'm pretty sure that mine is the only one about podcasting on wordpress.com, which is crazy to me. But I am still optimistic that I'm just early to the game. And when WordPress.com starts actively promoting podcasting, my ebook and the video course will be there to save the day. So in conclusion, if you have always wanted to write a book, starting with an ebook is a great warm up. It's more or less the same process as writing any book. It's just shorter number of words. I see everything as practice and training for the future. And if you have questions about self-publishing, writing a book, or anything, as always, email me anytime at mike at mikemurphy.co or hit me up on any of your favorite social media channels. The show notes for today you can find at mikemurphy.co forward slash EP146. I thank you for joining me today. I hope you join my one-man band and together we can learn, create, and move forward. Cheers.